Man, what is going on to all you listeners out there checking this episode out? I want to officially say thanks for stopping by and spending some time with us. Uh, Today's episode is with Joshua. He is the bassist of a band called Defamed. He is based out of the UK, but they are primarily, the other members are in Italy. Uh, Today we talked about uh, the current lineup, the new EP they just dropped, and they're already writing more music with plans to release music videos and singles throughout the year and hopefully drop the EP in a year or a year plus time. Uh, we talked about their Patreon, you know, their writing process, uh, their upcoming shows. You know, Josh, he's new to the band. Or, yeah, I mean, the band is his formed as of late because of a fallout from a previous band, which we talk about. We don't go too much in detail because, you know, that's the past and that's their business. But we did kind of touch on it a little bit. But I found them on my release radar in Spotify, and I'm happy that I did. So throughout, uh, you know, back and forth, text me- no, text messaging, emailing and whatnot, we were able to set up this interview and it went it went really well. Uh, we go on for uh, close to an hour, just chatting and 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 you know laughing at each other. And it was uh, it was a good time. So I greatly appreciate Josh and uh, the Defame family for allowing us to interview them. Uh, it was amazing. So I hope you enjoy uh, this episode. As always, is brought to you by Come and Take It Productions and Come and Take It Live. Uh, they are open again. So if you would like to venture down there you more than well can they have the plastic shields up they have face masks they have seats Um, they've done a lot to make sure that they have as safe of an environment as they can be within the their legal rights of doing so Uh, i've already been there once i had a great time Uh, we actually live streamed it and that's another thing that we're doing is we're teaming up with come and take it so that we can live stream shows uh, on through eventbrite so you'll just Go to the event online, uh, pay for the ticket, and then click the link, and there you go. You can cast it to your couch, grab a beer, and uh, just relax. And guess what? You don't have to drive home drunk because you're already there. So So invite some friends over and just uh, make a night of it. I know it's not the same, you know, it's not the same experience, but we're definitely doing the best that we can in, in these times. But the vaccines are out. They're rolling off. They're rolling off the assembly line. So hopefully we can get all this kind of squashed and come the summertime, we can really start to throw down because last time I checked, circle pits inside your house really don't end up well unless your house consists of an abandoned warehouse with random furniture that was thrown out from the Goodwill. Actually, that sounds like a pretty rad time. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, uh, if you like what you hear, thank you. You can check us out on all the social media platforms just at ATX Metal Podcast. Uh, you can go to come and you can go to come and take it. You can see how accustomed I am to this. You can go to atxmetalpodcast.com. Uh, you can meet some of the local bands. You can catch the podcast. Uh, there's an about section and also the band of the month, uh, where we switch it up every now and again and just uh, kind of shine a light on on local talent. So, without further ado, enjoy. of groups because Aww. yeah like we have this uh we had this running joke long time ago like if there was a like you know the nfl draft i'm not sure how they do uh with football over in europe um mm. i don't know if they have draft drafting where they take junior members and move them up and and sign them to deals and stuff i mean i follow it a little bit but just all the major okay I, I get it yeah. yeah so like for us our college graduates that play football and basketball and baseball you know they get drafted so we had this joke about bassists if there was a if there was a draft for musicians when would bassists be picked up in the draft first round <laughs> second round <laughs> third round <laughs> um and then i actually started paying attention uh more to bass and how it how it is kind of you know the glue between the drums and the guitar how it is this like middleman of sound and i can start to hear it more the more that I pay attention to it. So don't discredit yourself just because people play with eight strings. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
welcome, welcome to the show, man. Uh, today we have Joshua. You want to go by Josh? Is it Josh? Is that fair? Yeah, Josh is great. Thank okay. you for having me. He is the bassist of Defamed, who are based out of Italy and the UK. Do I have that right? Actually, I'm the only UK member. Like we have, everyone else is based in Italy. What? Okay, so, so that it, makes a lot of sense. When I went and looked up some information, and it was all in Italian, I was just like, well, maybe they're just trying to be inclusive. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So how just did playing games with the Europeans? <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, I've been to Europe, and I know that it's 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 easy to travel Europe. Uh, me and my wife spent two weeks there for my 25th birthday, and we did two weeks. Uh, we went all around Europe. Italy, Czech Republic, Germany, all the all the major hotspots, and oh, nice. I've spent some time. Uh, I believe the city is uh, Portsmouth, down south in in the UK. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, it, it's near the coast, but I went there for some training with uh, Bentley Walker, the satellite company. Uh, this was mm, okay. This was long. This is a whole different version of me uh, when I was there. <laughs> um, so how did so how did how did you end up in defamed? being in the UK and them in Italy? So what happened was, um, so I cheated a bit here. Basically, years and years ago, um, I lived in Italy because my, my dad's Italian. Okay. And um, so I kind of like lived a bit in the UK, a bit over there. And so I started to gig a bit with local bands in the, in the Milanese scene, so just there in Milan. And... What happened was I got to know Simone from, at the moment he was in Drowning Sulfur. Okay. And we just stayed in contact. So basically we'd just like share memes with each other on Instagram and just like say just really stupid sentences and never actually kind of like socialize, I guess. Until one day there was this local festival called the Dissonance Festival. And... I decided to just like say hi in person. It's like, hey, I'm Josh. We talk to each other. And he's like, oh, hey, would you like a mojito? So he opened like <laughs> the door. This is literally what happened. He opened the door in his car. And um, basically in the trunk, he just had this mini fridge. And he started making cocktails. I was like, what the hell is going on? So it was so strange. So strange. <laughs> Ro- roadside cocktails? Yeah, basically, yeah, just outside of the festival. It was like, you want one? I was like, yeah, sure, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> and then it was just, so, and then it was just magic after that, huh? Yeah, we just became friends and stuff. And then um, that year, I decided to move to the UK to study. So I started to study um, music production. And then I see, like, on Facebook, lots of commotion and everyone just writing about this band who's kind of like splitting up and. Not spitting up, but yes, but no, and lots of stuff like that. I was like, what's going on? I said, oh, yeah, so we've had a bit of this and that happen. Um, we decided to form a new band called Defamed. And I was like, oh, nice. So if you guys want basis, just let me know. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we'll see, because we're, we're going to try and um, make a project with um, three guitars initially and stuff like that and have no basis. I was like, oh, God damn it. I haven't played in ages. We really want a chance and stuff like that, but... <laughs> So I was, I was a bit sad at first. And then um, what happened was, I guess he had a, they had a change of heart and they were like, hey, do you still want to be, are, are you still looking for a band in Italy? Do you still want to be um, bassist of a band? I was like, yeah, sure, go on. So I just start chatting to them in this, um, in this group on Facebook. And then they said, hey, so we're supposed to record a video in two weeks time. Do you want to come? I was like, yeah, sure. So I'll I, be I there. just like, bought a ticket. Yeah, it was really weird. It was so sudden. So I just bought um, a plane ticket and I flew to Milan and we filmed two music videos, which was of Circles and Gasolina. And then I flew back on the Sunday. So literally on Saturday, oh, on the Monday flew back, sorry. So on the Saturday and on the Sunday, um, we did two music videos and then I just went straight back to work after that. It was so surreal, the first period with them. Um, <laughs> You show up. You show up to work Monday. Like, hey, Josh, how was your weekend? Uh, you know, went to Italy, filmed two music videos. <laughs> you know, I got yeah, some, was- I got some gelato. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. It's like what? Like it what? Like so what'd you strange. do, Karen? Like, well, I went to the movies and uh, <laughs> I mowed the yard, but that was it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was literally like that. Everyone was like, when did you go? How did you have the time for that? I was like, I don't know. I had two days off. I just went. And they're like, oh, okay. I mean, if I were in so, your if I were in your position, I, I guess if I were beckoned or if I were called upon by a major, I guess, news media outlet or podcasting platform, and if they were like, Ryan, are do you are you available this weekend? I would probably rearrange my weekend to where it would work. So I could understand you wanting to go, especially since you had been, you know, following them and interacting with them. And then all of a sudden it's like, do you want to be in the band and do music videos? Well, of course I do. Who wouldn't? Yeah, definitely. Also because um, luckily it was right at the start of their project. So it was a good opportunity to to just kind of like get to know everyone right from the beginning and to just, I guess, create a bond. So that was really good. So now now we're all really close and just insulting each other all the time, basically. That's when you know it's It's, love is when you start with the insults and no one gets (laughs) mad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of the band, um, do me a favor. Who who all is in the band and what do they do since they're not here with us right now? Okay, so we've got Mattia, who's the main vocalist. Um, We have Simone, who is the, we can say, the secondary vocalist and guitarist. Uh, Max, who would be the other guitarist, so he does a bit of solos and leads. Then we have Norman, who is the drummer. And then just me on bass. (laughs) (laughs) I say, I thought you might have led with yourself. Like, well, hi, I'm Josh. I'm on bass. (laughs) But then again, they always say you save the best for last. So there you go. Yeah. So the, like I told you earlier, the way that the way that I found you guys was on my Spotify release radar, which I am thoroughly impressed at. Um, and I've always had this kind of in the back of my head. Uh, you know how like whenever the pandemic started and the video conferencing Zoom kind of just exploded on the scene? Yeah. My question is, you know, how did Skype and... Google let that happen. I don't want to say let that happen because I'm a I'm a firm believer in, you know, uh, creativeness and competitiveness. But it's like, how did they drop the ball on that? So the same thing with like Spotify, you know, how did iTunes drop the ball on on letting them kind of edge them out? Because I don't hear too many people going to iTunes anymore to find new music. It's now on Spotify and other platforms. But th- that's just that's just kind of a rant that I've been trying to get out for the past like five episodes but um i found you guys on on a playlist on the release radar it was eon yeah eon's fine okay Um, and once i found that i shipped it over to the guys and said man has anyone heard of this band defamed and they're like no but we like it so uh (laughs) we just started i just started uh listening to it on my runs just doing a whole the whole album from front to back and since you since basically brand new there's no more discography so tell me about tell me if you can tell me about the new album you know the writing process you know how you guys you know because i'm always curious about that because i'm not a musician myself i just talk to the musicians so i like to learn how everybody's writing process goes like from start to finish if you don't mind yeah absolutely absolutely so okay let me just think back to the songs we started with Okay, so for the first songs, which were Gasolina and Circles, which we released, um, Circles was written basically mostly by Simone. So what happens is he just writes down a few ideas that he has in his head on um, Guitar Pro, which we just use to keep all track with all the scores and all the tabs. Um, He passed them over to Norman, and he jotted down a few ideas for lyrics. So usually for the lyrics, it's um, Simone and Mattia who just um, write them down. I, I might have just a few ideas, but I'm not really too good, to be honest. I just let them have all the work. Because I'm just like, yeah, this sounds good. Then I read it back and I'm like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> there, is, there is no way in hell I'm going to ever release something like this. Yeah. So what happened was that they just wrote down that and um usually norman and um simone who live close together they end up working on the songs mostly so they just can't write down let's say the version two of the random ideas we have then they'll just send it to us either on messenger or whatsapp or or on google drive and they'll be like hey guys listen to this as soon as you can we've changed 
song A, and we always have like really weird names like mozzarella or oh, sausage. I, I love and stuff like that. I love the names that that songs take form with, and yeah. then <laughs> and then compare them to their end result. I, it's it it always blows my mind. I mean, like you said, mozzarella and cheese sticks is yeah. you know w- <laughs> wounds and circles like <laughs> yeah yeah basically that that like every song we had had a really weird name even a few newer ones which i'll get to later mm-hmm. and so we usually just end up writing on that and then uh, max will have a look at them He'd, he might just change up a few things add a bit of choirs or symphonic parts i'll add a bit of bass and see if i can add a few extra like pads and things once everything is written down, we usually just export a very, very ugly MIDI version onto, um, just export it and then just very badly record vocals. And we take it to our producer. Like, it, like if, you, if you listen to it, it, you can hear it is like done on your mobile phone and it's just like, we, we just can't be bothered to do it properly. <laughs> so it's like, nah, this is, this is a demo. We'll just do it quickly. If it's nice, we'll get it done. Yeah. So um, we usually do stuff like that and we send it to our producer and he's like, okay, this is rubbish. I can't understand it. Or yeah, this, this, is, this is good. <laughs> throw, throw it away, guys. Do it again. Get out of the bathroom that you're recording in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he'd be like, yeah, this is good. Or this is bad. So once we get kind of like his feedback on whether he likes it or not, we might just make some very rough, like super rough, very quick versions of it. So um, I might just get the midis and upload them and um, onto a door and just export everything in a bit of a kind of nicer, like massively air pinching everything because it's still crap. But once that's done, um, we just have basically a rough idea of everything. Then we go back to the studio with the producer and then just record everything as fast as possible. Who do you, who do you guys so, work with for your, uh, for your, your music work? So we work with this um, with this really nice guy called Federico Ascari, and um, basically he's um, a sound engineer, a producer, and a mixing and master engineer. So he's basically he does everything. He's a he's a great guy. He's really nice to talk to. He's he's fun and he does a fantastic job. Did he produce Literally the last not, album? Absolutely, yeah. Oh well, then yeah, he's he has great. He's so great. many. Yeah, <laughs> he has so many great ideas on synths and just adding those little things where you're like, what the hell did you do? And it's like, oh, I just added this tiny thing there. And you're like, wow. Like, why didn't I so, think of that? Yeah, so, like. Go ahead. Sorry, no, I can definitely learn a lot from him. Like 100%. I think we all can because he's so great. Because you said you're going, you are currently going or went to school for music production. Oh uh, yeah, I'm currently going. But to be honest, like seeing the way things are going, I definitely want to stay with Federico for so many more years to come. Like he is definitely a great inspiration, and he is someone who I can actually look up to to, to maybe be one day. I guess. And yeah, I mean that's that's totally fair. Um, like I like I, we talked about earlier, I myself am in school, and one of the things that a lot of people told me because I've been doing this for about six years, they told me that I should go into radio television and broadcasting um but in the current market there's not much of a need to where when i walk out of college in the in the summer you know yeah there could be like odd nin jobs that i could get but there's nothing that's going to you know i don't foresee anything in the current moment following that dream that would you know basically take care of me financially although mm, yeah it, i understand yeah it could um so that's why i'm going into real estate but this episode is not about me it's about y'all um <laughs> so uh just curious how is class going with the pandemic it's very strange to be honest like all of our courses are online like it's just all of mine are online know. i've got seven courses all online and I have to be quote unquote in class, just kind of like how we're doing now. Monday, yeah. Monday, Wednesday from 1030 to 1155, Wednesday, 630 to 10, and then Thursday, six to seven. Every other thing is on me. So it's like very challenging. Like I got this, uh, 
We got this whiteboard. Oh, <laughs> that <Yeah>. is massive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just, uh, for those listening, I just showed Josh my uh, my whiteboard of of hell. Um, but I'm a visual learner and uh, and and a hands on kind of guy. Um, so that is my visual representation of what I have due instead of keeping it up here or on a note card. Um, so I could only imagine going to school for music production. Now, granted, like we said, most music canon is made out of homes these days or bedrooms. Um, but to get that in-person feel for making music, how do you, th how do you see yourself kind of overcoming those struggles going from an online setting? And once everybody has their vaccines and things get back to normal, to applying that to your band and just to, to, you know, the real world scenario. To be honest, I don't know. Like I've always kind of been external when we've been going to the studio. Like I was supposed to go last year, but I ended up being the only person who ended up staying here at home. So I kind of recorded partial parts on um, at home here and just sending them over. I think definitely it would be much better if we could actually just record all together and get all the ideas there. It would definitely help and we could possibly make songs. Sorry, just, let me just rephrase that. I definitely think we could make the next songs reach the next level if we could record them all together. Just because okay. we have an exchange of ideas, we do. We can actually say, hey, I don't like this. This is rubbish or this is great or I think this would sound better with this. Being all kind of distant at the moment is kind of frustrating but I guess at the same time, it does kind of help you problem solve. So you do kind of try to think of really different ways of managing things and sharing ideas and such. So hopefully we'll be able to create the next DP or album and make it as, as nice, at least, as this one. I, I, I definitely think, you know, cause I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I would rather be sitting in front of somebody having a conversation for an interview um, because there's just that human interaction that you, mm -hmm. that you can't really replace, you know, like this right here. Um, not saying this is bad. I mean, we're just doing what we can, but I would, you know, just like you, I'd rather be no, no, absolutely, in yeah. the studio with my mates, just, you know, grinding and, and, and putting things out. Um, so, I mean, I just, I always tell all the musicians, you know, hats off for what you guys are, doing because to be able to i think if you can earn fans during a time like this then i think that you're doing something right uh because then whenever you guys hit the stage it's just going to be all of your old fans your new fans your online fans your pandemic fans your twitch fans i mean there's like all these new subgroups of fans and once you guys start hitting the show the show's stages again they're all just going to come together and it's going to be this massive just Oh my God, we're at a show. I can't wait to get this on. <laughs> I really cannot wait, to be honest. Like we had some shows in September that got canceled. So yeah, the, that was so the, annoying. Well, with them in Italy and you in the UK and me here in the US, everyone's COVID situation looks different. And yeah. I know that the UK has recently, I believe uh, your prime minister Johnson just, just put on, put you guys on lockdown or you guys just came off? I can't remember. No, you were in the third lockdown now. Third, okay, wow. So yeah, how's that? How's that going for? Let's let, let me ask. How are you doing personally? How how has it affected you? You know. Well, to be honest, I'm doing much better than the first lockdown because <laughs> on the, the first lockdown, I lived it very, very, very badly. Like it was just awful. Luckily, I was on phone calls with um, Simone all the time and with a few other friends. And that is also how I met my girlfriend just hey. on, in, in lockdown. Yeah. So luckily now she's here with me so we can actually spend some time together on lockdown. But it was, it was just stressful. The first oh, one. I, I, I could only imagine what your guys' lockdown. Cause I, I definitely paid attention to it because when I was doing the locked in the closet series, a part of, you know, what I would do is just kind of, you know, keep tabs on the, the 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 rate of infection the daily death rate and all that fun stuff i mean and now in the united states it is just it's worse mm. it's worse than it was you know actually while we're really? talking about it i'll pull it up um it is it has gotten so out of control but it's just to the point where 
as far as I can see here with the people that I interact with, everyone's just tired of it. And now that yeah. the vaccines are out and being distributed, there's even there's even less of a care because it's just the mindset of, oh, there's vaccines. I'll get it whenever. And if I get sick between now and then, uh, who cares? But I, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. It, it's a like, struggle. I, yeah, I, I really feel like if they had like very, very tough restrictions right at the start, we would be out of this by now. Oh yeah, I like mean, the, whenever, whenever, yeah. whenever the the tapes got released that uh, former President Trump was talking with a a journalist by the name of Bob Woodward, uh, there's an audio recording of him in February that stated, you know, he knew that it. He's like, I know that it's worse than the flu. It's 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 bad, and you know, but then he would go out on television and just tell everybody, ah, it's no big deal. So. All of the people, yeah, all of the people that followed him as a supporter basically just followed that train of thought of it's just the flu. And then there's people like myself and all the other, you know, hundred plus million people that are like, no, this is, this is serious. Yeah. Like, but I feel like, I feel like we're on the, we're on the downturn. I think there's going to be a little bit of a uptick going into the spring, but by the spring, we should have somewhere in the neighborhood of. I think their projection is 75 million, 50 to 75 million uh, vaccinated. Um, I'll have to check. I'll have to check my facts on that one. But uh, I feel (laughs) I I feel like that's a pretty, pretty fair guesstimation just off the top of my head. Um, That is a very solid number. So hopefully it does become like that. Yeah, because we're already doing shows like we live stream for our sponsor. So we're just trying to make sure that that for those that either can't or don't want to come out at least they have an option of 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 viewing a uh, a show uh as safe as they yeah, can yeah that's good so but speaking of shows uh, i did look up you guys have some upcoming stuff on april 15th which is like a rock fest volume two or something yeah, yeah we've got a few shows coming up and i'm actually really excited because like um, when, I, when i've played shows i've never actually gone to other countries so i've played a few in italy when i was living there and it was just just opening up for other bands and stuff or and this is going to be like a great experience for me i know the other guys have a bit more of experience with um that old drowning sulfur project and i definitely think that me and norman uh, the, the new drummer we are definitely very excited about this we are excited to just go meet people because we we just like love to interact with everyone and just like share usually it's just like stupid images and stuff or just just say stupid things or or cool random people so it actually be nice to just put a face to the message you know and now, actually meet them would this be the first time them. that you're actually performing with defamed yeah definitely oh so your first show with defamed is going to be a rock fest yeah <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you and I, i'm i'm sure you've probably played it over in your head a couple times but what are you going to say to the first person that comes up to you and says oh my god josh you killed it, man. You killed it. What what's what's the following statement? <laughs> I think um I'd probably like start stuttering like going, oh, <laughs> oh, or, or or just like start screaming like with happiness and stuff. Uh, I, I just get overly excited for everything. So if a person actually compliments me on that in person, I'd probably just like lose it. I don't know. You'd be like, No, you were great, man, yeah. not me. Yeah, yeah, you. Like, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's one of the ultimate cool things about doing um, doing these interviews is that if the bands that we talk to ever do happen to come through Austin, Texas, that there's that uh, there's that community feeling instead of this just awkward because um, I've talked to I've talked to people that I know here locally after a set and they basically blew me off. Not saying I'm, yeah, not saying like I'm somebody. I'm I'm just a normal guy. I like music. I happen to run a podcast. That's it. Like that, just just like you know, you're a guy that likes music. You play bass. You're in a band. We're just normal dudes. Yeah. So if you can make that kind of like community connection or that that one on one, so instead of coming up and just fangirling all over the place, there's actually this like, hey man, I saw uh I saw that you were uh you know doing X Y and Z. That's really neat. You know, and you can kind of start that conversation a little bit easier than just, oh my god, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So what are you what are you doing in preparation outside of the normal things that you do? Uh, since this will be your first time on 
um, with the band and on, I could only assume I'm going to look up this, this, uh, rock fest real quick, uh, to kind of see like the stages. Is it like a multi-stage? Um, just bear with me one second. Cause yeah, I am terrible with names and we have a few festivals coming up now. So from what I, from, if it's the, on which I believe it is. So the one I'm looking at is be- rock metal nation fest number two in Bucharest. On April fifteenth, okay. that's the thing that you guys have listed right now on tour on your Spotify. And yeah, that, from what I believe, it should be just one main stage, and it should be just continuous artists look coming up. I'm very curious now too because we we accepted a few um, dates more or less around in the same period, and I don't want to just say something <laughs> instead of something else. And I'm just going to go there and just like start jumping about there with happiness. Oh, of course. Of course. I can only imagine what it's like for a band to go do a festival. Because like when we throw festivals here in Austin, there's there's like two or three big ones. There's ACL, which is Austin City Limits. Um, then we have, oh God, I'm going to get shot for not knowing the second one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, but then my my sponsor has this thing called Devastation Fest and Independence Fest. And those are typically 10 to 15 band lineups, but they're all at one venue. They're not spread out. Um, yeah. But I know Europe really throws down, especially when it comes to metal. And they have like Vakken and all kinds of other festivals. And so I can only imagine what this one's going to be like, especially like first one out the gate, kind of, sort of. Yeah, it's gonna. It's definitely gonna be fun. Like what I see, it's 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 in two days, and we're gonna be playing on the fifteenth. Um, it's gonna be us. Um, another Italian band called Sharks in Your Mouth is going to be there too. Oh, nice. So they're friends of ours. I just like that name. And yeah, they're pretty nice. And from what I believe, it's just going to be one stage. Or I don't want to just now say something. So I apologize if I get any information incorrect. But I do believe it is going to be just kind of like a continuous like swap in and swap out of sets. Okay, one main stage over two days. And from what I'm looking at here, it looks like there's roughly about 20 bands. So 10 a day, maybe, maybe it was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, it's pretty close to that. But man, well, enjoy your time. Enjoy your time. I mean, you know, I'm always a fan of traveling and, and making an experience. So I could just, you know, I wish you all, I wish you the best of luck, man. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really, I, I really cannot wait. Like between this and the other gigs which are coming up, I really hope that COVID behaves. Yeah. Everyone else stays inside and <laughs> just follows the rules for a few more months so I can finally play my first show with the fans. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you just put out a daily message every day, like on your Instagram, like, yeah. what's up? It's Josh. Just reminding everybody, stay home because I've got a show to play. Thanks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I would definitely be very, very, very angry if it just gets canceled because of something we could have just avoided. avoided. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Oh man. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about the new, the new release, uh, of, uh, that just came out, uh, out of, and I know everybody has their favorites. What is your favorite song off the new releases? Oh, this is a hard one. I think, I think it's wounds. Definitely wounds. Yeah, wounds. 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 Why? Why wounds? Because I still want to get to Gasolina. That's an interesting one. The deathcore band covers yeah. <laughs> little <laughs> covers that. Daddy Yankee. Oh my god! When I talk about Gasolina, I laughed so much. It's like, what are you guys doing? What? And then I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. But yeah, re- regarding wounds, it's um, I don't know. To be honest, wounds wasn't my favorite at the at the start at all. Like my favorite was Doves. But Wounds kind of grew on me. Like, there's there's just this part in Wounds towards halfway where it just... Uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. You're just like, oh, yeah, I really like this song now. Okay. But I, I, before, the first time I was playing, I was like, I, I, just, I just don't like it. What, what, why, why, am, why am I doing this? Why, why did you write this? Why are you making me play this? Oh, man. I know, I know when I first heard... Uh, I can't remember if it was Circles or Wounds, but I kind of got this fit for an autopsy vibe and that's what kind of, kind of kept me listening. And then I could hear, you know, the band sound, you know, what defame sound is. And it's just, man, it's fucking heavy. And I I was going to ask, have you always been into the heavier side of metal or was it a progression for you? Uh, So I kind of got into 
intermeted around the age of like 13 ish with the usual kind of like bands you hear. So just a bit of the lighter stuff, I guess at the start, like, um, so there were those bands like cussing Alexandria. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I, it was, it was those years. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, <laughs> I could totally, me and you were on the same page. Okay. <laughs> I remember we Get went, the flashbacks. we went to see, um, it was a festival in Houston. It was, uh, Houston. We have a problem tour and asking Alexandria was there. And that's kind of the era in the United States and, and possibly internationally, but when, the EDM slash dubstep was starting to kind of bleed into metal and you know um... (laughs) man and and me coming from you know not like an EDM background but I definitely was I was on that I was on that train of yeah give me all of the wop 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 uh and plus and plus when I was over in Europe uh for a short time it that was you know it was just that's just what you heard um so seeing it in metal was this like why did I not think of, you know, kind of like how you're saying your producer changes one thing and you're like, what? You know, so yeah. whenever I heard the Borgor remix uh, of one of uh, AA's songs, I was like, I was hooked. And then I phased, <laughs> then I phased out of it and started getting into like hardcore, like legitimate hardcore. Cause Deathcore has never been like, you know, my, my go-to, but now that I'm starting to appreciate music more, I'm starting to open the floodgates up to more and more styles of music, but I'm also beginning to appreciate the, 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 the main elements of those. So yeah, I just wanted to know if, if, you know, if deathcore was your thing forever. Yeah. Well, (laughs) so I've got to confess it's not tonight with asking Alexandria and those, the (laughs) bands in that kind of era. It's okay. And then, um, Don't don't be ashamed because my my introduction to rock was Breaking Benjamin. Uh, hey, there we go. So and I still love them. Now there's bands. I just heard a band again on my release radar that had covered uh, the the song Cold. So hearing that with an updated version of of guitars and 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 melodies, e- even though they kept the same you know they kept the same principles at the foundation, but put their own flair to it. I, I really, yeah. I really enjoy it, especially like when they say like, you know, uh, pop goes punk. I, God, I cannot express to you how much I love it when a metal band covers a popular song such as Gasolina. I mean, that, that hit, <laughs> that hit is huge. And for you guys to take it and go, well, here's how Defame plays Gasolina. Like how, how, who came up with the decision of gasolina so simone loves reggaeton like okay. he, he loves it and um so basically in their in their old band in drowning sulfur that he originally proposed it but they just decided to never never release it i guess so he was like well now i've got a new band i'm gonna do it so what they did was they <laughs> re-recorded the drums yeah <laughs> new band we're doing it who cares yeah, <laughs> that's that is good. New band, new rules. New so band, like new he, rules. Um, he decided to just um, so Norman re-recorded. We just we did the drums. We reprogrammed the drums with um, our producer. So fresh drums, everything just kind of redone, remodernized, I guess. And then they released it, and that was one of the songs which they proposed to me when I first joined the band because the two songs which they had ready were Gasolina and Circles. And they're like, listen to these two songs. If you like them, just um, let us know. And um, yeah, you can join. I was like, okay, sure. So I listened to Circles. Like, this is fantastic. Wow, I like re- that breakdown. I like the other breakdown. I like the other breakdown too. Yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then um, Gasolina comes on. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> what? You shoot him an email back like, hey, man, um, you said two songs. I've got this remix Gasolina. Is this the right one? I swear to God, I laughed so much like the first three times I heard it. I was like, what the hell are you guys doing? And they're like, yeah, 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 we have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. And I was like, okay, sure. So on the music video, for the music video, they said, just dress up in a very awkward, stereotypical kind of weird tracksuit thing 
we just need we just need to make it very trashy but it has to like show that it is um like that that it, it's just exaggerated it's not supposed to be it's supposedly done to just be kind of ridiculous i guess like yeah we want the viewer to know that this is just insanity yeah the, the thing is people didn't take it well at first like i think they actually thought we were serious and they were like well why would you do this is this i can't believe these new metal bands are always <laughs> trying to mix up reggaeton and metal and rap and metal and anything else and metal and in the comments obviously we'd reply like hey this is just for a bit of fun this and that and they're like no it's not (laughs) 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 oh man that's when you just hand them your bass and you're like all right you 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 come up with some stuff all right yeah yeah i was like wow this is this is incredible so (laughs) well i mean Everyone, everyone, especially, and you know, the thing that I noticed is like, you know, when bands put out new music, especially if it's been some time, um, you're always going to have like the core lovers. And then if you produce something new and it doesn't sound, you know, adjacent to what you guys, what they're accustomed to hearing, there's going to be this level of, of, oh no. Yeah, exactly. But I think, I think by you guys pushing the limit, I think that it shows the band's talent and ability to take an already popular song, put their flavor on it and then produce it and put it out so that other people can enjoy it. Um, like myself. Cause I, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of daddy Yankee and, and I do like reggaeton, but that song just when it came out, shit, when that song come out late two thousands, <laughs> mid two, I mean, it's, it's been a minute. Yeah. It's like, I think it's like 2005 or 2004. I can't remember now. It should be 2005, I think. But whenever pop and rock and metal bands put, put their, put their uh, spin on a pop song, it's just, it is a night and day difference. And I've yet to come across a, a, you know, pop goes punk song that I haven't liked. Cause I just know that there's way more musical talent, not taking away from the pop people. Like you guys have your thing and you know, your synth pads and, and, and all this stuff. But you know, for you guys to do it with guitars and drums and, and bass and like to mash all that together to kind of give it the semblance of what it used to be. I think that's even more impressive. So hats off to you, my man. Oh, thank you. Super. Thank you. Really? Thank you so much. Oh God, there is something in here. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Bless you. Uh, my apologies. Uh, so I just want to touch on one, a uh, couple more things uh, before we get out of here. Um, you guys, you guys have a Patreon. You guys can, uh, for those listening, it is wearedefamed.com. That is their website. There you can check out the music, the upcoming shows, their store, uh, but also the Patreon. I really want. I really, uh, I like this because they're over. I mean, Patreon's always not always. It's been around for a long time, but over the pandemic platforms were able to introduce ways for bands to make uh, a little bit of side money through donations and stuff like that. Uh, so your Patreon has three different membership levels, $1.50 a month, $6 a month, and $12 a month. Do you guys, as far as you can tell, is your Patreon support on par with where you guys thought it would be? To be honest, I thought we'd have maybe like just one patron and that's it. But <laughs> You're we... like my mom. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's it's literally not even that. It'd just be me paying into my own account. <laughs> you with a new account? Number, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh but yeah. To be yeah, like we're actually starting to gain quite a few, and it's it's really nice. Like now we used to have uh, like only three levels. I think we have five now actually. Oh. So we have even more. We have even more like exclusive ones. And it's just really cool because we're, we're very slowly starting to build a community. And it's, it's nice. It's obviously taking time. But there are lots of more features we'd like to add, like we're thinking of maybe Discord or adding just possibly more frequent live chats because we do live chats with them. Um, oh, do you do like, like Q&As with fans? Yeah, we do that too. Oh, like, that's beautiful. We were initially doing with... Um, with StreamYard, so basically people just like be writing and we'll be able to answer with a reply. But we are currently thinking of just changing that into something a bit more interactive, just to like see the faces of of the people and not just like a few letters and and numbers, you know. Yeah, I know that one thing that I'm offering to the bands uh, that 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 don't mind having me in their practice space is a live Q and A during the practice set. So. 
say they set aside, say they set aside a time, say an hour, and the practice is literally only going to be 30 minutes instead of practicing all the way through and taking like a minute break in between songs or, or practicing your set as though you were on a stage, which I know a lot of our, our, our bands do just so they can kind of get that time frame down and, and okay, let's move this around. Let's do this for a 25 minute set, so on and so forth. But we've broken it up into song, Q and a song, Q and a song. And then that way the band can interact with the fans and the fans can see them more often. So I don't know, maybe that's just, just an idea, just throwing it out there. Yeah, like definitely there are so many things we are thinking of doing. And to be honest, we could, we could do something more often. Just you and me, let's chat. Yeah. So I'm reading here on your Patreon. uh, Your goal is to hit just over this says six hundred and seven dollars, uh, but it says we need to we need to reach five hundred pounds per month so they can per, so you can purchase a GoPro uh, that will enable us to create more content for the patrons. Accept studio reports, life of the road. Oh, expect studio reports, life on the road, etc. So at least you guys have a goal in mind for your patrons to kind of look forward to instead of just early access. Yeah, definitely. Like. Um once we reach that goal, we're going to set a new one. Like once we do have enough money and we do manage to reach a few more goals ahead, we would like to start streaming and just document a bit more things like rehearsals, have them live streamed. It would, it would be nice to just like very slowly kind of build a little, little bit more of a studio with that. It would definitely be very nice. Well, cool, we, man. Are, we are getting there slowly. So it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, right now, uh, let's see. Does there is there like a current counter? Current counter. Uh, yep. So as it stands right now, oh, there is five levels. I apologize. There's a little button down here. So there's there another is. additional. There's thirty five dollars a month, and then the what what plan is? Oh my god, for fifty eight dollars a month, you get all kinds of shit. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> but as it stands yeah, right now, you've got 31 patrons at just over 440. So that's about what, 325, 325 pounds ish, 350, somewhere in that ballpark. But yeah, you're on, you guys are on the way, man. And if you guys keep kicking out music like the last album, I can see the patron numbers and the, and the listens going up for sure. Yeah. Like hopefully the next, the more, sorry, hopefully the next few things we do release will be as as appreciated as these ones like we've got at the moment quite a few songs we've almost finished writing so oh yeah that's, that's right all set up, so you guys just released this album and you're already writing for another one yeah definitely like um so basically we recorded we recorded and finished this one i think in february all of it and then we just um we were supposed to release it sooner like release the ep in september but obviously with the pandemic and everything things sure. got a bit delayed so we are currently trying to release this is this is our goal so if everything works out all the planets are aligned and everything's good and everyone's on our side we are going to try and release at like at least an ep possibly a year or a year in a tiny bit okay that's a that's a fair goal and I'm assuming yeah, you guys will like, sprinkle out a single here, a music video there. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, 100%. So now we've got a few more songs which we're working on, which are, at the moment, a bit more aggressive and kind of faster, but How a bit you... more kind of like... <laughs> yeah, they're not... They're, Sorry, <laughs> it's just as... when a deathcore, when a member of a deathcore band says, yeah, we're going to go for more aggressive. It's like... I Yeah. How, how do you get more aggressive? I mean, we're like porno grind. Like, where are we going with this? Yeah. <laughs> we're going kind of a bit more, uh, we're just trying to think. So you've got more blackened themes in it. Ah, uh, okay. Much more blast beats. More, more, so, more, more of that Scandinavian metal influence with, you know, but yeah, just more blast beats. That's pretty much all you need. Yeah. Blast beats are the best thing ever, to be honest. And, <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll be as, as appreciated as this. Like, we're trying to go for more synths, too, because I saw people that really enjoyed the synths, like, in, mm-hmm. um, at the end of Circles or even in Dubs. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll be able to actually reach the same goal, more or less, in the, in the next one, if not surpass it. Well, Mr. Josh, I think that if you guys keep that, keep that uh, 
positive mental attitude going that you're going to, you're definitely going to reach those goals. Um, keeping your fans involved as well as informed is also a bonus. So I think, I think you guys have, have what it takes to really, you know, grow as a new band, especially with a, with a first EP like that. That's just, that's hard to top. So I, I, I wish you all the best. Uh, thank you so much as well as I wish you all the best in your, in your school and, and to the other, the other bandmates. Um, I know that getting through this pandemic for everybody is tough and that's why we're doing stuff like this just to kind of get that humor, human interaction together. Um, but before we get out of here, what are all the, uh, what are all the social medias, the ads, how can people get a hold of you, buy your merch, support you? I know we talked about some of it, but we might've missed some. Okay. So um, we have a website now, so that would be wearedefamed.com. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook just by writing defamed. You can find us on Instagram on as we are defamed. And or literally just write to all our private accounts and you can find all of us. We answer more or less all the time and we're more than happy to just chat and meet new people. Well, awesome, man. Uh, if you guys ever decide to come to the States, I've got a venue for you. Pretty sure we could lock that one in. Again, this is no promises. I'm just going to like throw it out there. (laughs) (laughs) We'd definitely love to. If if everything works out, we would definitely love to. Yeah. And that's the one thing I enjoy about um, speaking to international bands is that Austin, Texas is one of one of the big places to try and hit for a lot of the a lot of the international bands. So I'm just fortunate enough to be associated with one of the better one, one of the not better, one of the bigger venues here in town that that brings shows uh, that play music like yours. So it's, it's, it's always, I always offer, you know, if, if the idea ever comes to pass that you guys do come to the United States, I'm just, just an email away to just try and put that connection together. Thank you. We'd definitely be honored to play that. So, all right, man. Well, I appreciate your time again. Tell the band, um, thank you for the music. I'm a new fan and I will try to spread the, the message as much as I can around here. And, uh, when you guys have new releases or whatever, uh, maybe we could do this again. Perfect. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, have a good night, Josh. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.